0: The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Listen with caution.
1: It is nine thirty-eight on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. It is Columbus Day. You know, every February winter break, my dad would bring us—well, uh, actually, just me, because my sister was off to college. I was in high school, and my dad brought us to Fort Myers Beach. Every year when we stayed in the Lani Kai on recommendation from his coworkers and I just, I just spent every winter break there and it, became part of my childhood, and I always um, kept tabs on them and, of course, followed them on Facebook, Uh, and I brought my own kids there when they were little, and it is just such a great place. Fort Myers Beach is a wonderful community. Reminds me a lot of of Myrtle Beach. You know, it's got a lot of mom and pop stuff going on there, and it's a great community. Well, when I heard that this almost Cat 5 storm uh, barreled in and was heading towards the coast and it was heading into Fort Myers Beach, I thought... Oh, my gosh. Well, the hotel is still standing. And so are all the employees. Thank goodness everybody was OK. Uh, joining us right now on the air, I reached out to the Lani Kai and I got in touch with Melissa Schneider. She is the marketing director of the Lani Kai. And she has joining us uh, one of the employees there, Shari Bowman. She is a Sun Deck staff member who actually literally rode out the storm in Fort Myers Beach. And they're both joining us. Uh, good morning, ladies.
0: Good morning, Miss Liz. Good morning, Liz.
1: Good morning. All right, Melissa, I have to ask you um, tell us what, what happened and, and how you were preparing for Fort Myers Beach because, uh, you know, your Lonnie Kai Hotel for this uh, Hurricane Ian to come in almost two weeks ago because we didn't know where it was going to hit. You guys didn't know either, right?
0: Oh, no, we didn't. Uh, for a while, it was kind of just everyone was saying that it was going to be in Tampa. But, you know, we're an iconic hotel. We were built by Bob Conadares in 1978. So, uh, 43 years later, we know how to handle a storm, however big or small. And our staff just got to it and battened down the hatches um, several days before it actually hit. So,
1: all right. So, what happened with your, what happened when the storm started to come in? Because, I mean, Melissa, you told me that, Shari, you rode out the storm in Fort Myers Beach.
2: Yes, Yes, ma'am. I was at the hotel on the fourth floor. So, Beachfront.
1: why didn't you evacuate?
2: Well, my home was a mobile home in the evac zone, and and um, I'm thousands of miles from my family, and honestly, you never think it's going to be as bad as it is, and uh, Conrad's family offered me a room there, and so I went knowing that the, the building was built for this, and and the, the level that I was staying on, that because the storm surge predictions were... Horribly high, and uh, and that building saved my life. Bob Canadaris and his family's building saved my life.
1: That's unbelievable, Shari, I was, You must have been. Were you
2: there alone? I was alone in my room, but there were several staff members there. But um, I, I can't even. Ed- I can't
1: even imagine this. Like
2: <laughs> it. It was. There's really no words besides it was terrifying. Yeah, and. Uh, as, as it got stronger and stronger and we had been on the ground level re reassessing stuff as the water started coming in and it just got started coming in faster, so we got up higher and and then it was just watching it was on some of the balconies on the street side the wind wasn't as bad, just watching all of a sudden the water you could see it was coming under because under the building because the ground level was beach bars and shops. And watching the playground come through, stuff that was cemented come through mm. that had broke loose, and it just kept rising and rising. And
1: what was going over- through your mind? I mean, did you did you feel confident you were going to survive these winds and the storm surge?
2: I, I, I did, you know. And there was times when it was getting worse that it was like I wondered about us all, you know, because. I'd never, I've caught tail ends, the outer bands of hurricanes, before I come here from Louisiana, so, you know, I know what it could do, but it just, it was, I don't know, it was numbing. I was in shock. I can't even imagine it. The sound, I've been through tornadoes in the Midwest as well, and that sounds like the freight train, and this was the freight train that stayed up. On top of us for at least five hours,
1: oh my God, it just
2: didn't go away and at one point, I managed to look out uh, uh, the bathroom window to the street side, and the convenience store across the street was almost completely submerged and uh and the the glass doors uh, they were starting to bow a little bit and growl and shake, and I just shoved all the furniture in the in the room. The couch and, mm. and the tables up against it. I mean, there's it seemed to be hurricane-proof glass, and it didn't shatter. That's amazing. So, yeah, some of the rooms that come in, but the glass didn't break. But it just took the whole frame. But luckily, people weren't in them. They had evacuated all the guests. But
1: wow, that's a testament but, um, to the to the wind. My gosh. Now, Melissa, was, what is the current condition of the Lani Kai? Have you been able to survey we, it?
0: Yes, um, we have. Immediately after the storm, we were able to get out there. Uh, we're still standing. I mean, it's amazing knowing what that building has gone through, seeing uh, just, you know, the absolute devastation that Hurricane Ian did to our beautiful little beach town community. Um, but what we're currently working on now, the family um, is actually going through to get engineers to test the structural integrity. Uh, They want to make sure that everything is structurally sound. They do want to rebuild, and we do plan to come back even stronger than before.
1: Do you have an estimated timeline for that, Melissa? I mean, I I can't even imagine the infrastructure of the entire island. I I know that the, the best part of my vacation, coming from a snowy New York, was coming over that bridge over the Caloosahatchee River. And then the entire mood just changes. You know, you leave Fort Myers, you end up on Fort Myers Beach, and you feel like you're in an island that is somewhere out in the Caribbean. And it's just like so much fun. But well, I saw so much video of what it looks like now and drone fit- footage of before and after, and it looks like the landscape is permanently changed. Do you think there's there's enough things left standing that that is not going to be the case? In fact, there would be more of a rebuilding than a complete revamping?
0: Well, I can say that the town of Fort Myers Beach, the community of Fort Myers Beach, uh, we're just very resilient. The people out there, they you know, they love their home, they love their town, and um, it's going to be slow, and we all know it's going to be slow. But we will all fully rebuild, and we're just you know, we're going to get back and having a beautiful little beach town that everyone knows and loves. It will be a very slow going process for sure.
1: Melissa, what happened to where you live? Where do you live?
0: I live eight miles from the Lani Kai, actually, just uh, up the road a bit. I'm in technically Zone B. Um, They were also mandatory evacuated. Uh, We did stick around. My neighborhood has dealt with some significant damage, but you know, when you see that, and then you go out to the beach and you see what this storm did to the beach, it just it humbles you. And uh, since then, I just, you know, we've we've been doing everything we can just to help that community and help those who. Really suffered the most from this thing,
1: Sherry. Uh, I mean, what happened to your mobile home? You, uh, how far was it from that area?
2: It was. It was about five miles inland. I was in an area called Iona, which was real close to the Sanibel Causeway, where oh. the Causeway used to be, I should say. And I was a half a block from the river that comes out, mm-hmm. like the to Toby. and um, I it, the the. Trailer is still standing. It's been there about 40 years, and it was hurricane-strapped, but there was at least need of waist-high water inside. It destroyed everything. I managed to—I had a lot of important things with me, documents and such, and and loved ones, mementos, and everything else that was, you know, almost as important was in a tub on my table, which made it so all the furniture, the appliances, you know— it's totally gone. It's demolished. So, so and my, where are you yeah. staying? Actually, Melissa, I'm staying here at Melissa's and I got, Aww. I got people coming down, um, working on some relocating plans or even maybe staying here. It's just kind of, kind of just trying to regroup for a minute. And, uh, Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get back to work. That's what I'm ready for. You know, <laughs> Somehow, somewhere.
1: We're speaking with Melissa Snyder, the marketing director of the Lanikai Resort right in Fort Myers Beach, where I used to go to all the time when I was a teenager, and Sherry Bowman, who who rode out the storm in the hotel, um, Hurricane Ian. I was coming down back uh, when Hurricane Katrina was coming up, and I kept calling down to the hotel, and I was driving down with my kids, and I kept saying... Uh, I heard there was a big storm and, and you guys were saying, oh, it's going to make a turn, it's going to make a turn, and it did. Um, so we kept driving down from New York. Now, I had just gotten there and um, I was being told that there was a hurricane that you guys had just rebuilt from like a couple of years before or something that really hit Sanibel hard again, that hit them hard before Katrina. So this area is not a stranger to the wrath of hurricanes, but would you say that this was the worst in the history of this area?
0: Oh, 100%. Oh yes. And uh, we have dealt with uh, hurricane Charlie in 2004. That was another bad one. That was a lot one. of long time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And a lot of long time locals that have lived on Fort Myers beach for 60 years. I mean, they will still go back and talk about hurricane Donna. That was absolutely devastating. Hmm. Uh, personally, from, from my experience, this Hurricane Ian, I think, was the absolute most devastating that Fort Myers Beach has seen in decades. If not, I don't know if Donna was worse, or uh, both of them are horrible. But it's it's awful going out to the island. It it leaves you speechless. Mm. Uh, I feel awful for what everyone has gone through, losing everything in just one storm. And we all have to just stick together and rebuild. So that's that's the that's the point here: is to stay strong, stick together. Mm-hmm. focus, and just rebuild one day at a time.
1: What is your, your assessment of the way Governor Ron DeSantis and the local elected officials there are handling the situation? Is there something that you need that's not happening? Uh, you know, I'm just curious, what is your assessment?
0: We are so absolutely grateful that we have Governor Ron DeSantis taking care of us, and doing everything he can, sending all the supplies he can, sending all the staff and crews he can down to Southwest Florida. Driving around when, when we're going back and forth uh, trying to gather supplies and help people, it's like you see all of these trucks and service people and crews that are from all around the country. I mean, from California to up north and New York and Pennsylvania. And I know with, with Cajun Ron- Navy from Louisiana as well.
1: Oh, the Cajun, Cajun Navy. Navy! There you yep. go. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been here.
0: Yeah, so, you know, everything that Governor Ron DeSantis has done uh, in Lee County, Sheriff Carmine Marcino, he has done so well making sure that he's keeping the community safe, making sure that we're protected from anything. You know, with a storm like this, you see the good people come out and you mm-hmm. see the bad people yeah. come out. And yeah. with uh, Sheriff Carmine and with Governor Ron DeSantis, I mean, we have been so, so very grateful.
1: Would and you, uh, did... if, Yeah. Do either of you know where most most of the death toll took place? Was there any particular area that was that people should have evacuated and didn't?
0: I have a feeling it's Fort Myers Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people that are out there, again, you know, they've lived out there a very long time. And, you know, we go through a lot of hurricanes and storms. And although, yes, many did evacuate, many didn't. And being an older person, fun little beach town, um, you know, these these homes might not have been quite up to code as newer mm-hmm. ones going in. Um, and unfortunately, with just the power that this storm packed and just kind of scrolling over our island for five plus hours, mm. um, I'm afraid that Fort Myers Beach, you know, will have significant loss.
1: You know, I, I didn't know it was lingering there for five hours. That makes it like... Pfft. So much worse um and well, I, and I, I
0: swear it was even longer. I swear it was hmm. about twelve thirty. it started really kind of coming through and uh-huh. it was nine thirty, and I was still thinking like when is this thing gonna leave? Wow, wow, awful.
1: well, I know that there was a a GoFundMe account uh set up for the employees <laughs> of Lalani Kai, and it's raised over twenty six thousand dollars so far. Um, and that's yeah. just a testament to how many people come there year after year. Uh, such a wonderful, beautiful place and a great hotel. Yeah. So I am like praying thank for you guys and and Melissa. I think it's just you, so brother. awesome.
2: Thank you, Melissa.
1: Yeah, I'm just Sherry. I I hope you find uh, higher ground and uh, get set <laughs> up. Yeah. I, I mean, I I it must be so. Wonderful and comforting to know that there's people around you helping you and supporting you,
0: and uh, you know absolutely. families that come back. Yeah, um, what absolutely is what over the years we've seen these families. You know, they start coming in the late 70s, and then they have families, and they come with their families, mm-hmm. and then those kids grow up and have families, and they bring. And we're generations at this point of family-owned Lonnie Kai and family welcoming Lonnie Kai. So it, it really warms our hearts. That our family put together this GoFundMe to help our displaced crew that just lost everything, and that our amazing, amazing guests, patrons, those who might not have even visited us, that just like to follow us online, mm-hmm. all those wonderful people came together to raise a significant amount of money for our crew so quickly. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. It
2: it really it just is so touching. We appreciate you all so very much. Thank you.
1: That's awesome. And
2: and and also, I'd like to say to the people that's come and stayed. And Mr. Conraderis' words, thanks for being here. <laughs>
1: That's right. Exactly. exactly.
2: <laughs> really rings true.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. and And I, I'm looking forward to seeing another concert on the rooftop. Uh, yes, great, ma'am. The best place to see <laughs> a concert.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely was. Thank oh, you. We, we can't wait to do that. You know, we like to bring the party.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the Tiki Bar is the best. Well, um, thank you so oh, much, Melissa and Shari of of the Lonnie Kai in Fort Myers Beach. Thank you for sharing the story, uh, Shari. We're so happy uh, You're you made welcome. it through and best of luck to uh, all of you. We're praying for Fort Myers Beach for sure. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you so much. We can't much. wait to welcome you back. Okay. That's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all right. Take great. care.
2: Liz
0: Callaway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk ninety four point five. Thanks for listening to the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. Glenn Beck is up next on Talk ninety four point five.
1: What struck me about speaking with those ladies is the sense of positivity. Mm-hmm. I mean, to I think about, it. imagine going through a category almost category five storm. Oof. And living to tell the story. Amazing.
2: closing time, open all the doors and let
0: you out into the world.
1: Just goes to show that perspective is everything and how important it is to have the community behind you. And in many cases, where you work becomes family. And not only that, but the leadership in the state and in the in their little town there. Mm-hmm just stepping up and doing what is right. I didn't hear any complaints, all positivity. Amazing. We can learn for that for sure. For sure. Absolutely. I put the link to their GoFundMe on our Facebook page if you want more information. See you tomorrow.
0: This is 94.5 WTKN, Merle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on Talk 94.5.